cleared his throat. Your age, please. Oh, what the hell? Seventy-one. In Earth years. Dell wished he knew how to get out of this conversation. That is Earth years. Baxton spoke coolly. Prince Delcourge, you are clearly not seventy-one years of age. Dell glowered at him. Then maybe you tell me how old I clearly am. Seventeen? Baxton's look suggested he thought Dell was some defiant punk. Fine, Dell said. Have it your way. I'm seventeen. Baxton glanced at the hollows floating around him. Most were green, but one had turned red. You're lying, your highness. Dell bit back the urge to tell Baxton what he could do with his lie detectors. Being rude wouldn't get him out of here. He wasn't sure of his age anyway. Twenty-six, maybe. But the year on Earth didn't match the world where he lived. Baxton could go look it up if he really wanted to know. Dell just said, I'm older than I look. The hollow above the table turned green. The Major regarded him curiously. Have you had age-delaying treatments? Not really. Dell laughed to cover his unease. They say youth is curable. I guess in my case, it isn't. Baxton gave him a sour look. He tapped the table, and a new hollow formed in the air. The image of a serpent curled around a staff. What Dell had learned was a symbol of medicine here. When Baxton flicked his finger through the staff, words appeared below it on the table. He read for a moment, then said, According to this, you have good genes, good health care, and good cell repair nanomeds that delay your aging. He looked up at Dell. But don't your nanomeds get outdated? Dell shrugged. My doctor, every few years he update them. I am scheduled for update a month ago. Dryly, he added, but I not get the update. It seems here I am, on Earth, instead of home. We could do it, Baxton offered, looking helpful, which was about as convincing as a wolf trying to look cuddly. Right. Dell saw their game now. This business about needing his name and age was a ploy in their endless search for excuses to analyze him. During his four weeks here, they had constantly tried to convince him that he should submit to their medical exams. His refusal stymied them, for they walked a fine edge between holding him captive and honoring him as a royal guest. They didn't want to look as if they were forcing him to do anything against his will. Dell didn't want their doctors to touch him. So far, no one had hurt him, but he had no idea what they intended or if they would ever let him go, really go not just the few brief trips off the base they had so far allowed him with a guard. He said only, I update them when I go home. Hmm. Baxton skipped his hand through a hollow hovering above the table. Across the room, the wall shimmered and vanished, leaving a doorway. It bothered Dell to see exits appear and disappear that way and left him feeling even more unbalanced. He had spent his life in a culture where doors swung open. Mac Tyler walked inside and nodded to them. Good afternoon, Your Highness, Major Baxton. 
a bit more than average height, with a lean build, Mac had regular features, hazel eyes and brown hair. Although he came across as unassuming, it didn't fool Dell. Mac's low-key exterior masked the intellect of a sharp negotiator. Baxter nodded to the older man. Good to see you, Mac. He didn't look the least surprised, and Dell suspected he had signaled Mac when he brushed the table. Dell always felt on guard here, and it exhausted him, especially because these people were older, more experienced, and savvier than him in just about every damn thing on their world. Mac pulled out a chair and settled his lanky frame at the table. I'm going to pick up some pizza, he told Dell. Would you like to come? Dell had absolutely no desire to eat the earth delicacy known as pizza. Mac and Baxton were probably doing what people here called good cop, bad cop.